What up, what up, what up? It's your boy, your neighbor, your friend, your cousin, your baby daddy. You know he looked like me. (laughs) (laughs) This is your boy G, man. Welcome back to another episode of Cut Different. Hashtag Cut Different on all platforms. I appreciate y'all listening in today. I got my boy with me. Very own Tyreek's Critique. There you there your toast right there. That's uh, a toast. <laughs> I appreciate that. That was the second toast, but we're going to go ahead and roll with it. What's up, man? How you doing? How you doing? Um, I'm good. Just minding my black-owned business. <laughs> <laughs> Likewise, I'm just trying to keep my head above water lately. Good. Good, good. So, in news, so we unfortunately, we lost DMX. We lost DMX. And then we lost Shock G this week. We did. Yeah. Uh, Shock G was in his early 50s, too. Gone too soon, man. It's like a trend. Since Kobe, it's like the world just fell apart. Yeah. I'm tired of saying R.I.P. R.I.P. has. Yes. I'm tired of saying R.I.P. Somebody said this, and they didn't say it as a joke, but they're saying the world changed after Kobe. Yeah, it did. And after after the end of January, it was just the world just changed. It was people, you know, people still passed away, but after Kobe, it was just doors are open. Yeah. yeah, like it just fell out, fell, the ceiling fell in, and uh, we've just been going through it ever since, but it's starting to look up, you know, with everybody getting these vaccines, Yes, getting their little liquid courage, that's yeah. what I'm going to call the vaccine. <laughs> I like that, liquid courage, so it's, <laughs> it's funny now you say that, because it's like, everybody's more confident to go out without a mask, and I can't exactly tell you what the... I ain't gonna lie to you. I I I didn't do too much research on the vaccine. Um, I, I will, but right now I'm not gonna take it. Uh, I already got asthma, eczema, allergies, uh, a lot of G's. I, I got I got everything. <laughs> so and I, I caught COVID back in November of last year and had all December off. Uh, thank God it was a it was a very less stressful COVID than some people I heard that I've had. I'm still here breathing. I just lost taste and smell. Uh, I was thankful to get it back by my birthday, which was awesome. But other than that, you know, uh, uh, everybody, every other person I know has the vaccine already and people have gotten the second one. So, you know, I'm seeing all these Facebook updates and I'm chiming in with people I know that work in the nursing field, all the side effects and people's arms are hurting and maybe people got a little cough. But uh, it's just not for me yet. And like I said, my, my, my system is already so sensitive I'm good, so yeah, I'm not. I'm not being reckless. I'm still wearing a mask. I don't care if, you know, they make a joke and they say Georgia really never closed down. I think Georgia closed down for two months, and then that was it. And the two months were March and April, yeah. May. Georgia, it wasn't open, but it was creaking. You know, it was a little peak, peak. Yeah. You know, peekaboo. Yeah, yeah. I, I said if it, if they make it mandatory for some of the things that we have to do or want to do, then our hands tied, man. So. Yeah. I mean, under those circumstances, I will take it, you know, cause, because I have to. Yeah. Um, but not until I have to move around, man, until I have to travel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Travel's not until, a big thing. Unless they make me do it for work or something like that to certify a license or something like that. So I was we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We ain't, we're not going to give them too much time because you know how they are about that vaccine, boy. Yeah. I talk about that. They'll shut us down. <laughs> you got to have the But for right those that want to take it, for those that have taken it, kudos, you know. And we Hats out to you. hope that uh, the side effects aren't too crazy. People making jokes about it being Resident Evil, they, they got a little old. Nobody's saying it no more. But at first, when I first had the vaccine, I was like, hmm. Wonder what's going to happen. Yeah. Well, a lot of people fine for now. Mm-hmm. A lot of people fine. You know, Johnson Johnson, I heard they were coming back out. Yeah, they got they got paused for a second, but yeah, it's a remix. It's a sequel. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, it's like all vaccines. I mean, ain't nobody walking around right now without a vaccine in them. Right. You you got some type of vaccination already in your system. Uh, it's, 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 I've never seen people... The only type of stickers I've seen people post where I voted. Everybody and their grandmom voted last year. They came out the woodworks. And now, everybody and their great-grandmom getting vaccinated. And it's like, November, I'm saying, oh, I voted. January, oh, I voted. Now it's, oh, I got vaccinated. And 
they put in like two of the same picture, which is a different card. Oh, I got vaccinated. Oh, I got vaccinated again. So it's it's a trend. It's a trend, y'all. I mean, yeah. I mean, because people want to get back to some type of normalcy. Yes. So I, I understand for those that don't. Me, no comment. You know, for the most part, I don't have a comment about it. It's just, I ain't, not yet. But anyway, moving right along past that vaccine stuff, y'all stay safe out here. And if you in closed rooms, you still should wear a mask. Yes. So, that being said, uh, what's trending in the news? Oh, we had DMX. Yeah, DMX. We talked about that. Shop G. Yeah. Uh, DMX. Hey, I'm willing to bet money. I don't know how this sounds, but I'm willing (laughs) to bet money. Okay. Other than Kurt Franklin. Yeah. Directed choirs. Other than any choir he touched. Sunday service choir is number two. Talking about DMX's or yeah. DMX funeral. I was watching yeah. um, some of the, the succession yesterday, and um, man, that choir got down. <laughs> you know, uh, I associate. There, there are two people. There are two people on this earth who I've seen. I've been. Uh, I guess you could say I've been a, a fan of their entertainment. DMX as a rapper, as a speaker, as a prayer. He he pretty much... He taught me how to pray. Yeah. I feel like he, he, he could have been my pastor. I was uh, waiting on him to become one. Yeah. DMX and Mike Tyson. If anyone could come back as a person, as a man, if anyone could redeem themselves... I'm talk, I'm going to take this to the court. I'm going to take this to God. If anybody could redeem themselves as a person, it's Mike Tyson and DMX. To hear them sit down and talk the way they do. And we're, we're on DMX, but I added Mike Tyson because I'm inspired by hearing him talk about his life now. And, and where he get he got to a better place. But with DMX, hearing him talk, man, I, uh, you know, it, I was at work when I found out he passed away. And I, I shared a video. I don't know if y'all have seen the movie Top 5, but... He has the funniest scene in that movie because uh, Chris Rock's character gets thrown in jail. Who else is in jail? DMX. And he starts singing, smile like your heart is breaking or something like that. It's the funniest thing, but like DMX will always have power. He, he's always had power amongst the people. and Because he's other people. Yeah. Well, you know, just like, I don't know, no comparison. Right. But isn't that what we found in Jesus? Yeah. I mean be other people and I'm not saying DMX is Jesus in no way shape or form of course I'm just saying it's something there that man is, if that, you want to <laughs> connect with people you got to be with people yes you you got to be you, you have to go through the same things that people go through yes you know what I mean be, be human enough to accept that and the one thing I heard the best thing I heard about DMX I think I said it on the last episode was something that Salt and Pepper said he's an example He's a shining example of what it meant to be a Christian. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's, he, he put all our faults out on the table. You can't hide your faults behind suits. Right. Behind the podium. Right. Behind your nice cars, behind your accomplishments. You can't, you shouldn't hide it behind there. You can't teach and preach unless you reveal. You got to be transparent for people to really get something from you. People already have a, a cookie cutter idea of who a Christian is or what a Christian is. They have no clue. Yeah, like Christians, and uh, this is this might sound far fetched, but like you can believe in God and try to serve God, but still have your demons. Christians smoke. Christians drink. Christians curse. Christians have sex. Christians watch whoa, whoa, movies. Whoa, whoa, buddy, whoa, buddy, whoa, buddy. I don't be cursing this shit. <laughs> I don't do that. Yeah, y'all see what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> You know, uh, you know, transparency is is the best thing, and that's that's who DMX was, and that's what he uh, exemplified. And in order uh, to say man, yeah, if you if you're gonna say I'm a man, or I'm a man of God, I'm a man after God's own heart. Any of those, yeah, and some other extras, yes, you have to be fully here, yeah. You have to be fully transparent. Like, you have to be okay with what's in the mirror in order to present that to the world. You can say it, but it's in your presentation, too. I have to be vulnerable enough to say that this is who I am. Yep. And I have to accept that about me. So, you know, to each their own, though. But I I love what Salt said about, you know what I mean, we hide behind too many 
too many different things and then holler Christian. You know yes. what I mean? <laughs> you can't hide forever because everything come out in the wash anyway. Everything. Everything. You ain't gonna find no loose chains if you put some jeans in the there uh in, in, in the washing machine, that change is going to be in your washing machine. Yeah. Whatever you had in there, loose condoms, you know what I mean, cash. <laughs> yes. It's going to come out. Especially cash. <laughs> Whatever you have, you know what I mean? <laughs> Anything that you've done is always in your pockets. It's always in your pockets. Just, just think about that, you know what I mean? And I don't want to get too philosophical, but... Philosophical. Yeah, I don't want to get to, you know, um, I got big lips, so... Too many syllables. <laughs> <laughs> I bumble my words. <laughs> so I have to be careful what I say. <laughs> I have to people, take my time and say it. Some people might think philosophical is a big word. It's really not. <laughs> it's not. It's just too many syllables. <laughs> syllables. <laughs> For big lips. Philosophical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, everybody got words that they just, they go around that thing. Oh, yeah. I, I can't think of one off the top, but, uh, I got a few. So speaking of DMX, though. Yes. Speaking of DMX. Not to cut you off. DMX was a father. Yes. He was a Christian, first and foremost. He was a Christian. You Can't nobody say he didn't love God. Um, he was a rapper. Yes. Or one of the best rappers. One of the best. A lot of people don't pay attention to his acting, which I enjoyed the most. Really? I enjoyed that the most about him. Okay. I enjoyed his personality right. and his acting. I wasn't a huge fan of his music. So, I would say music over acting, but uh, two movies that come to mind, ironically, with uh, Jet Li, one of them was uh, uh, Romeo Must Die, which was a play on Romeo and Juliet, and uh, DMX had a quote. This, I don't know if it was scripted or if it was you know improv, but this dude said, guns don't kill people, people kill people. Mm-hmm. And I, <laughs> that was just the coldest line I heard in the movie. I'm a kid, and I'm like, "What?" And then, uh, but DM like DMX as an actor, like he he would always like steal the screen, low key. He would always like, yeah. and even now, and people, you know, rest in peace. Somebody made made fun of his role in another Jet Li movie, and he was doing some kung fu stuff. But it's like, I mean, the man was doing it. It was cool to see DMX do that. You know what I mean? Like he was in another. Yes, he was. It's called Credit to the Grave or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jet Li and all that. Yeah, he was running up the walls and doing backflips, and it's like, hey, the man did it. Like y'all, let the man, let the man. I think they fought and became cool or something like that. Like that was a good movie. Yeah, I like Belly. Of course, Belly is a classic. That is a classic. That has. But he stole the screen. He always does. They, all his movies, even if he's doing a cameo, he steals the screen. Yes, <laughs> I, I love that about him. Like he's he's a dope person. I told my story about DMX on the last podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that one time I met him. But uh, hey, rest in peace, man. Rest in peace. Rest in peace to all that. That uh, to condolences to his family. Rest in peace to all that have lost anyone over the last few years. You know what I mean? Not just this year, but the last few years, man. It's a rough time. So. Yeah, we got Tyrese critiques here, <laughs> the movie man. We're going to move past these trending topics and jump right on into these movies. Coming to America. Coming to America. So, um, I tried to review it myself because I was trying to be you for a minute. <laughs> uh, so, uh, coming to America. I've seen the original. We probably have it on VHS somewhere in the garage. I don't know where it is. I won't find it, but it's, it's there. Um, the sequel, uh, that's about 30 years, if I'm not mistaken, that it took them to cook up the, the script and the... About 33 years. About 33 years, yeah. So, I'll be honest with y'all. Let me stand by this by saying Eddie Murphy is one of the greatest of all times. I have... Absolutely. Nothing against him. He's my favorite. I walked past him personally, and it was... A moment. It was a moment for me. Yeah, let's put a pause there. So right. when you're doing these these Tyrese critiques, right. a little bit of your background with movies. Oh, okay. So <laughs> um, I used to watch movies a lot. I still do. But I went from watching movies to working in, in an industry where they make movies. So uh, 
I don't brag about it. I am very blessed. I'm very happy to, but I was able to be on the set of Coming to America. I can say that now because it's out on Amazon Prime. Um, most of y'all have already seen it, so there's no spoilers, but I was able to work at Rick Ross's house on a scene in that movie uh, when it's revealed that he has a son. So you work on movie sets on the regular? I do work on movie sets on the regular. Okay. Uh I was very fortunate to have that opportunity. I was actually being trained. It's really funny. I was being trained on how to work in the industry on that movie. And it kind of just took off from there. Uh, but coming to America, like like watching it and, 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 and watching it and thinking about how it was being on set, it just took me back, made me thankful. But it was also really cool to see how everything comes out when it's done. And uh, I enjoyed the movie. It is definitely a different era for comedy. It's a family movie. It is. You know, and I was happy about family that. It, friendly. It's a family-friendly movie. PG-13, not a lot of profanity, not a lot of language, not a lot of nudity. The first one had a lot going on. But, you know, it was, it was 87, 89, right? It was, you know, it's, that was when comedy was affording to like take risks and nobody was really controversial or angry about every little thing and what I liked about this coming to America, they were able to be funny and still be clean and it's hard sometimes because it's a Sinbad type of vibe yeah, a Sinbad vibe, because Sinbad don't really curse that much she don't really he don't do, curse at all. yeah he don't do too much and it's like, you still laugh and like for us, we're so, you know, desensitized to our hangover movies our Friday movies with profanity and all that but then we lost touch of like you can laugh a little bit without a lot. And I, I, I respected Coming to America as a film and as a script. I respected it because I read a post uh, about people saying, like, you know, y'all expected the worst out of Coming to America. You expected the, the two the two moms to feud with each other. You expected Wesley Snipes to, I don't know, die or something like that. And they are like, nah, like, everybody, it was a good ending. Like, everybody... Made amends and this and the third. It was just like the first one. Yeah, I mean to be honest, if, if you really talk about the the, I mean the franchise of coming to America, right? You know, one and two. Um, in my opinion, the first one was not that great as well. Okay, I mean if you just add in the raunchiness of it, yeah, that's what set it apart. You know, the cursing, but yeah. it was also a cheesy movie. Yeah. It's a, it a movie about two Africans coming to America for the first time. In even Corn. yeah, in in that situation, you got it's eighty seven or eighty eight or in that one of them. It's in the eighties. We're in the late eighties, y'all. It's yeah, late eighties, and movies like that, comedy was becoming a big deal. And then Eddie Murphy was probably one out of a few popular black comedians because I don't know if he Raw came so out. Man. Yeah, I don't know if Raw had come out around that time, but coming to America was like, I don't want to say that was Eddie Murphy's prime. I think life was like the end of his prime, but that's just me. My favorite Eddie Murphy, Murphy movie is uh, Boomerang, though. I'm going to throw I that in there. I know you ain't doing Norbit like that. I thought Norbit was cringeworthy because I, I just thought it was cringeworthy. I would watch Shrek 2 over, over Norbit because Eddie Murphy was donkey. And that was good for him for a kids movie. You know what? Shrek was in Eddie Murphy's prime. I'm gonna say that. Y'all can be mad. Y'all can be mad at me if you want to, but I'm never watching Norbert again. I thought he was gonna surprise us one more time. I hope he does. Oh, I scratched that. 2013, he came out with a movie called Mr. Church. He was a, a black chef working for a white family. I cried at the end of the movie. That's all I'm gonna say. What? Yeah. All right, moving right along. So, <laughs> <laughs> so coming to America, coming to America. Uh, was cool. So, what else came after Coming to America that you want to talk about? Like, what movies came out? Uh, you had Godzilla. Godzilla vs. King Kong. Yeah, Godzilla vs. King Kong. What you thought about that? So, I actually haven't watched it yet. Uh, Not the movie, man. Yeah, I, I know. I know. Not the movie, man. It's you losing credibility. I, I am. There's <laughs> this thing where I have this thing where if I'm in the mood to watch something, I'll watch it. And that's one of them I just haven't been in the mood to watch. And... Everybody's saying it's good, it's awesome, and I'm like, when I say I'll get around to it, one day. But uh, did you did you watch it? I thought it was good until the end. Okay, okay. So the whole, we got two alpha males. 
I, I mean, if you want to call them that. Two I mean, you got a gorilla, <laughs> monster alpha males. You got a monkey yeah. and a lizard okay. fighting. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it pretty much is. But then they, they joined forces and fought a robot. So you know what that sounds like? Uh, <laughs> another clash of titans, as you will. Uh, a couple yeah. years ago, they did a Batman versus Superman. It is an unorthodox superhero movie. But let me tell you all this. And I'm spoiling this because we've all seen it. And if you haven't, you'll get to it. Uh, <laughs> Batman and Superman was beefing, right? They ended up making amends and becoming buddies because both of their mother's names was Martha. Martha? Martha. So that's what Godzilla vs. Kong sound like. And then, at the end of the movie, Batman and Superman fight this big monster called Doomsday, which they butchered. But anyway, uh, I'll get around to Godzilla <laughs> vs. Kong. I've seen them both separately. Haven't seen them fight, so the we best Godzilla don't movie to me is the one with Matthew Broderick. Oh yeah, that was uh, two thousand. I think that was Godzilla two thousand. I love that one. I, I thought that was a good. That was a very entertaining because I'm, I'm a Jurassic Park fan too. Fair. And if my mother will allow, she would tell you that I got scared when we went to the drive-through with her. It. I went to sleep. Stop it. She said I went to sleep because I was scared. She told everybody. This <laughs> <myself>. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, I was sleepy and I didn't finish it, see, but I finished it later. It was one of the first ones. Your mom took you to go see a, a dinosaur movie. My dad took me to go see one of the alien movies. I did not know what I was watching, y'all. <laughs> I know if I, I don't know if I was supposed to be scared or entertained. He was watching it. I was over here like, at least I got popcorn and soda and candy. Oh, <laughs> Mortal Kombat! Everybody oh, talking about yeah. that. Oh yeah. Speaking of a popcorn movie, which I forgot to pop some when we watched it. What's your review? Mortal Kombat, y'all. I'm going to be real with y'all. Uh, now, Mortal okay. Kombat, I just found out was a video game. Oh, my gosh. Hey, I didn't like that game. It's that, okay. It's, it's cool. I played Street Fighter probably twice. It's only one of the biggest uh, franchises of video game history. And let me give y'all a little history about Mortal Kombat. The reason why it's so popular... It's the first video game to be controversial in the realm of violence. Mortal Kombat is probably the most violent game you'll ever play. And uh, it Resident was on karate. Yes, karate had the white, the, the the dude in the white suit and the dude in the red suit, and you had two buttons <laughs> and a joystick. Mortal Kombat was worse, <laughs> y'all. It was I want to say it was seventies or eighties. It was uh, by I think Sega. It was Sega's own. It was like that was their baby, and then. We had a bunch of PlayStation games, PlayStation 2 games. We had a 1995, the very first Mortal Kombat movie came out. It was awesome. It was cheesy because it was 90s, but like it was in the 90s, so what do you expect? We have the technology we have now. This one that I watched yesterday, I'm going to say this. If you want to just watch a movie and eat some popcorn and see some cool fatalities, a little bit of violence and hear the F word a lot, watch it. It's awesome. As a movie, if I'm critiquing it, it was okay, but I'm trying to not be cynical and enjoy it for what it is and what it was. This movie is not what you watched in the 90s. It is its own thing. It's still fun. There are a couple things I didn't like about it, but the action sequences were decent. There's one gruesome fatality that I actually thought was amazing. And like I said, we all desensitized. Someone get cut in half. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, half down the middle split. Hey, look here, man. <laughs> I'm tired of them giving y'all movies all the shine. They need to get into some games that 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 I was playing. What were you playing? Like, what 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 game were you playing? Mrs. Pac-Man playing? need a movie. Mrs. Pac-Man. Have you seen Pixels with Adam Sandler and Kevin James? I don't want to see that. I want to see Mrs. Pac-Man have a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see Mike Tyson punch out have a movie. Okay. Okay. And. I guess that's it. That's it. That's it. And pinball. They need to have a movie about pinball, Twisted Sisters. You know what? I got you. Tron. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I can't really get into those like video game movies to me. They gonna suck anyway. Yeah, yeah. And because you know, there's a lot of people watching movies now. Now, especially us dudes, because. There ain't too many places you can go to right now. The world is starting to open up. Yes, it is. And, you know, we probably are about 80% now. But at the same time, you know, we're still spending a lot of time around the crib. So, 
you know, we got to fancy ourselves with this television, learn how to work some of these apps. It's <laughs> too many apps to be talking about, first of all. Yeah, it's a lot of apps. I feel this way about cable, apps, and then people that check your receipts at the grocery store, <laughs> at the at the Costco and the Sam's and the Walmarts. Hey, man, you just seen me leave the damn dr- uh, register. Yeah. Why are you checking my receipt? How did y'all let this happen? <laughs> I'm new to this. I didn't know they thought it was okay to check your receipt like you still. But anyway, I ain't going to talk about that. But with this, these, these video game movies. Right. It's cheesy from the start. And I think it's because maybe the concept of video games at first was groundbreaking, and then now maybe it seems like... so. I actually forgot what I was going to say. It's okay. We, we, were, <laughs> we were caught on... Uh, we're, we're, we're caught on nostalgia, and, and, and Hollywood knows nostalgia. They still have... They have one blockbuster. I think they have one blockbuster... Somewhere in some state in America, it's on Netflix. They call it the last blockbuster. I ain't watched it yet, but anyway, uh, y'all, I still have VHSs that have the two day, three day rental on them tucked away somewhere because I forgot. So to return. you stole? You know they used to put that on your credit. Oh, this what? is what I was gonna say. <laughs> Cable and apps are about to be the same price. Apps, if you have okay, HBO yeah. Max, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime. Paramount add Plus. Paramount Plus. Apple TV. Apple TV. You add all of this up. Yeah. Dude, you paying cable. And they each ten they are ten to fifteen dollars. Ten to twenty dollars. Yeah, Netflix to, just went back went up to uh, seventeen ninety nine. Yeah, so fifteen to twenty bucks a month for one streaming service. Not to mention you do maybe you might get three or four extra screens so you can show your passwords. Y'all, I'm cheap. I have a couple streaming services. And I have some other people streaming services. Netflix we, said they're gonna crack down on that. I'm wondering how this is gonna work. I heard about that. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to subscribe. <laughs> but how you how you crack down on that? I, I can. Crack, I should be able to if it's my account. Yeah. If I want to come to your house and sign in, I should be able to watch my account. I agree. And and what they're trying to do is imagine. So I'll tell y'all this: uh, HBO Max, you get five screens. It's fourteen nine nine a month for five screens. I have a cheat code. I have AT and T, and they gave me that for free, so I'm good. However, five screens, and you do fifteen times five. I believe that's seventy five. Y'all do not quote me. It is Sunday. I do not do math. But I have ESPN. Yep. Verizon gave me ESPN, Disney Plus. Yep. And Hulu. Yep. Together for free, right? Yeah. So that's good, and they even have all these bundles well, going on. But you like, want to call it free? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're paying a yeah phone bills already. What it is? Yeah. Uh, they're you looking know, at it as hey, the average Verizon bill is a thousand dollars a month. See, <laughs> that's that's scary to even notice. I Go went ahead, to, I went to AT and T and I saved a little bit of money. But uh, anyway, uh, the average streaming services they they give you like four screens or five screens. And then some people are getting angry because they're like, wait, we're, you know, it's four screens. And you're paying $8 a month. What if we just charge you for one screen at $8 and then, you know, they, they're losing out on extra money. So it's it's all money. That's all it is. They just want money, especially Netflix. And Netflix, I will say this, it makes sense because Netflix was, I think, number one at first when they started. You got, you get, it was early 2000s. You sold, not sold, you would order three movies. They would bring it to you in discs. You could keep one of the discs if you want, but you send the other two back and then you get two new movies and blah, blah, blah. That went from a physical disc to an app on your TV. I've had them since around 2000. Since 2000. So, and and if y'all look at it, if you look at Netflix now, you got big stars coming into making you know they're making movies strictly for netflix on no other platform so i think it's becoming like that because of obviously money but it's like like y'all i would never thought i would hear leonardo dicaprio the leonardo dicaprio the great gatsby himself titanic was cool but the man was born to play gatsby we're gonna throw that out there he's in a netflix movie coming out this year i never thought i would hear the announcement of that a netflix movie and when you hear Netflix movies, at first people thought it was a downgrade. It's not. The amount of money that they are making and the amount of production that they're putting out, we got big stars. The Rock, Ryan Reynolds, Gal Gadot, Melissa McCarthy, and Octavia Spencer. I will talk about Thunder Force in a second. Uh, you got, uh, don't forget the biggest name. 
What's the big name? Will Smith. I forgot. He's the one set this tone. Yeah, I forgot about I'm sorry. I, I ain't watched Will Bright. Smith gave him, what, two movies? He gave him Bright. Bright, and I thought he gave him something else. The only one I know about is Bright. That's the only one I remember. I, I ain't watched that one yet. I need to. Queen Latifah got a production deal with Netflix. She got Kevin Hart has a production deal with Netflix. So you got big name stars doing Netflix shows and movies. And, I mean, the more clientele, the price going to go up. Netflix, I'm going to tell you all this. By 2025, Netflix is going to be at 25 bucks. I call it. They're going to have to break down because all these other apps out here competing with them. Yeah, and, and, and they're gonna have to be more competitive. I'm gonna tell y'all this: if Warner Brothers gets an app, they gonna shut the industry down. Paramount Plus already got their thing, but Warner Brothers, y'all, Warner Brothers control Looney Tunes. And you know what? I take that back because HBO Max, I, I believe Warner Brothers owns HBO, so that's kind of a, a spinoff. So HBO Max, right now, y'all, the best streaming service is low key HBO Max. I'm gonna tell y'all why. For this year. Only the biggest movies, any movie coming out in theaters physically that's Warner Brothers, it's also hitting HBO Max. So just in case, because of COVID, y'all don't want to go to the movies, watch it in your homes. How y'all think I watch Mortal Kombat? I watch it at the crib. I ain't have to leave my crib. I have to get ready, pick a showtime, find something cute to wear because I got to look good when I go out. I ain't have to buy no popcorn, buy a movie ticket, blah, blah, blah. I said that already, you but whatever. Do all that? I mean... Man, we hood around here. We put the food <laughs> in the woman's purse. <laughs> Stick it in your pocket. That so works, too. What upcoming movies this year should people be on the lookout for? People should be on the lookout for The Matrix. They have another one They're going to put out. another damn, damn, damn... That movie's stupid. Matrix is actually uh, one of my all-time favorite movies. Oh, I, I I'm sorry. I didn't mean... No, it's not insult. You, you like what you like? Uh, it's, it's okay. I mean, the movie's just stupid. You like what you like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's a movie called Dune, which uh, is pretty much, it's like a, a desert version of Hamlet. That's the, uh, that's the best way I can put it. Y'all, everything started from Hamlet. That's how we got Lion King. That's how we got Black Panther. You, you can look that up if you want to. But uh, the movie Black Panther, not the movement. Let me space that out. I know some of y'all went to go see it, and you thought it was going to be a movement movie. It's a Marvel character. They got a movie called Panther about the movement. Good. I'm talking about MCU, Black Panther, different story. And they just had a movie with Fran, Fred Hampton in it? Judas and the Black Messiah, yes they did. That was How you felt about that? Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah pissed me off very much, as it should have. But uh, I watched it alone at the crib. I didn't want to go to the movies. I didn't want to see nobody. I was pissed. I knew I was going to be, but... It was a lot. Watching it is 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 is. The, I had a worse reaction for that movie than I did Queen and Slim, and Queen and Slim wasn't based on a true story. To but some people. to some people, yeah, okay, that's fair. But Judas and the Black Messiah, I'm gonna tell y'all, the last 15 minutes of that movie, I don't think I can watch that movie again. Period. I'm not. You know what? I'm not watching that movie again. Not the Ain't way no I thought. Ain't no these clips. You say what? Ain't no different than these clips on YouTube posting shooting people. At all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about it's... the girl, uh, Makaya? I have... I have... I have feelings about that case. I have feelings about that case. And I am not trying to sound like a Judas. And I'm not going to say nothing crazy and off the wall. That, that right there, during the hearing of George Floyd, I'm at work... My bosses are listening to it on the radios. We listen to this on set, y'all. Like on set, we listen to this 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 hearing on let's, set. Let's take a moment. We gonna take a moment to appreciate. Yes, that one of these bastards. Yes, finally got what they were supposed to. Get. Well, so it seems. Right. He hasn't been sentenced yet. Let them tell it, even though it was told. Yeah, uh, he hasn't been sentenced yet, and. It, it's it's still it's it's still bittersweet. Yes. Although it's bittersweet, we still should appreciate that somebody got, you know, charged. We, somebody got convicted of the crime of killing a black man. Finally. Finally. And the sad part is, there was fear. There was a little inkling of a feeling that it could have gone south. Everybody felt. I have never in my life looked at a hearing. I think I actually I looked at George Zimmerman's hearing. I, I believe 
for uh, Trayvon Martin, rest in peace. I believe I listened to that one, and that was the start of a wave. But this case right here, there was a little inkling. Everybody felt it. Like, you know what? They could say not guilty. Could. Even though we have. They wanted to. Let me tell you all this, too. And you, you're right. Why did we find out about this? Was it one or two months after George Floyd's actual death? People have been. Somehow in May, shit just started surfacing. People like, home. Yeah. People that, home. That's fair. That's fair. People home. I mean, and George, I mean, in the midst of that, trying to, you know, be happy about that, even though it was four officers on his body when he died. Yep. Because of me and you, I say it time and time again, if me and you in the car, yep. and I get out of the car and shoot somebody and then get back in the car with you, right. guess who going to jail for murder? Me and you. Yeah, both of us. So, hey, I don't, I, it's, it's still not a wholehearted ce- celebration for me right. that they all got what they were supposed to get because they all haven't. Right. They all, the other three got lesser charges. Yep. And he's the only one convicted of murder when they all participated in the death of George Floyd. And, y'all, this case goes so deep. We'll get back to movies in a second, but we're going to talk about this. We need to talk about this. Uh, there is so much controversy about this case alone. I just found out, or I think I knew, or it just got brought to my attention that, you know, uh, Chauvin, Chauvin, whatever the fuck his name is, I don't really care, uh, him and George Floyd either had history, used to work together. So a part of me, I'm more, con- I'm connected to this case also because not just because of what happened, but now I'm like, was it vengeful? Was it like, oh, I'm gonna get you in a couple years, and he had the right time to get him? Like now, I'm questioning. Like this wasn't just a cop killing a black man. I feel like this shit was personal, and I don't know if I want to explore it more and That's get real. more angry. If, if I don't he know. Was white, that white boy wouldn't have killed him. Though. You say what? If he was white, yeah, George Floyd wouldn't have died. Absolutely, absolutely not. So uh, racism still has some play in that. Of course, yo, know, I'm not saying it doesn't, but I'm saying like racism, and then they're trying to add in the extra ingredients of them having history. So I'm like, yeah, I mean, if you get killed in your neighborhood by the police, more than likely the cop that kills you seen you before. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the same cops. Two or three different shifts, it's the same cops. Yeah. So, you know, patrolling that same area. That's they, true. They're supposed to be getting no communities. But how many times you actually seen those cops get out the car right. and get to know that community? No. They're not doing They're just writing tickets and harassing people. Yeah. Half of them. Yeah. I, I, I want to say more than half, but I'll be... Uh, PC right now, right? And and just play it safe, like Aiden Murphy would come to America too. He did play. It. <laughs> he did play. It. So, <laughs> you know, and with this, uh, is her name Makaya? Her name is Makaya. So, I'm gonna ask you first how you feel about the case because during the hearing of George Floyd, is it a case yet? It's not. I'm with you. They it's released. Good. They released the footage, the body cam. I saw it. I don't know how to feel. Because, first and foremost, she should not have been murdered. She should have not been shot four times with a gun and killed, murdered. Yeah, we, we have to mourn a lost life regardless. We, we do. And, I don't and, care if it's Jeffrey Dunn, life is lost. Yeah, and I, I, I really, I, I'm really questioning... I'm questioning what was happening before the gun was shot. And you it all have, happened in 20 seconds. Yeah. Within 20 seconds. Within, I don't think it was a whole 20 seconds. Like, like so, 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 from what I saw from body cam footage, cop gets out the car, we see people tussling, and then two seconds later, someone's dead. Yeah. And then everybody's saying, but Makai had a knife, and she was going to kill someone, and I don't know who killed it, because... Y'all, when I find out this stuff, I'm at work. I'm, I'm trying to pay attention, but then I'm trying to pay attention to my daily don't worry life. About and, explaining that. Just, just go. With what you I want. get confused sometimes because I'm like, okay, I'm trying to, I'm trying to put myself at the scene of what's going on. And did you see the video? I saw the video. And what did you think you saw? I thought I saw a cop get out the car. Someone about to strike someone, and some that person that was about to strike someone died. I don't know. Anything else around that? I don't know what happened with the pre with the call. What happened before the call? You I don't saw know what, what the cops saw. I saw what the cops saw. I saw what the cops saw. So how do you feel about it? 
how still, you feel about what you saw. It's okay to be honest about that. Okay. If I'm a cop and I see someone about to die. I have three children. Right. If that were my child that was about to get stabbed, just like a gunshot, yeah. you might live. Right. And you might not. Right. But if, if any one of mine were in the midst of getting stabbed. Yep. And the cops saw it. Uh-huh. And shot the person that was about to stab him. I'm grateful. Where I am with that is I saw a cop doing their job. And I hate to say it like that. You saying the same thing I said. I, I hate it. I saw a cop do their job. Without context. You could get a call. And I'm not a cop, y'all. I'm not a cop. I don't have conversations with cops. Like, what do you do when you get a call? We're not doing that. But what I saw was a cop get out of his car to do his job. See someone almost die and kill someone. He protected it. He he wasn't trying to kill somebody. He's protecting the life of another human being. So and that's his job to protect and and and, and serve. So okay. okay, okay. With that being said, a lot of cops are pieces of shit. That's <laughs> yes. that's just the truth. Yes. yes, it's very rare that I've seen in my lifetime them doing what they're supposed to do. Okay, in this case, oh, in this case, I saw them finally doing. What they were supposed to do. Now, from the, the background, the sidebars that I've had about this right here. Yep. Supposedly, Makai is the one that called the cops. Okay. And did you see the guy kick the girl when she fell to the ground? Yes, I did. Okay, so that's the one that was screaming, you shot my baby? Yeah. At the end? Yeah. So, if your daughter's in the altercation. Yeah. Why are you just sitting there while she's doing that? Right. And why does she have a knife? Right. After she called the cops, no one's no no one no one around there. Defu- it's probably ten people out there that and I'm, I'm sorry. With ten people, you can unless, unless they got skills, you can kind of take a knife from someone. And the girl out. with the pink that was holding the dog, yep, she was standing by the car when the cop pulled up. She wasn't even in the altercation, right? I'm no, pretty sure she had a lot to do with it. No one tried to defuse. But oh my she god, she's there. got a knife. Uh, it's not a gun. A knife is not a gun. And how many times did we hear the cop say, stop, freeze, stop, freeze, stop, drop it? That cop... About three or four times he told her. Yeah. Before he fired his weapon. That cop literally drove into a situation where he made a quick call. A, that was a... That, uh, that's we we, we have to realize that... Okay, so when you call 911... Even what you doing the right thing, there's no time for you. Don't get courageous when the cops come. Right. And now you want to turn up. Right. Now you want to do something you didn't do before they came. If you was going to stab them, you should stab them before the cops came. I'm just going to be frank. Of course. If you was going to fight, you should have fought them before the cops came. You should have never called them. Don't try to get no clout when the cops show up and then... Yeah, don't get lit now. In a weird case, someone gets shot. Now you want to blame it on race and everything during... A, during a hearing, and it's like, yeah. oh, it's that was about the worst. That's the two worst things that could happen at the same and damn time. Just to reiterate, I, I am black and in black. We protested. Yes, we did. I've been a part of movements my entire life. You have. I'm all for us. Yes. But in this situation, it's it's it, she made. Unfortunately, she made some mistakes. At the end of her life, you know what I mean. Yeah. She made some mistakes in the last twenty seconds. Yeah. If it, as a black person, it's like playing red light, green light. Yeah. When a cop say freeze, it don't matter what movements you in. It don't matter what you how mad you are. If you in mid step, you hold that foot in the air. Yeah. Like cops say freeze and you black, stop. Yeah. Right there, stop. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, she was sixteen and she's not experienced. Right. And she didn't know this. She did. Or maybe she wasn't told this. Or maybe she thought she had some grounds to stay on, stand on, because right. it looked like it was a nice neighborhood. Yeah. So maybe she thought she was a little bit different yeah. than the rest of us. She's not. She but, wasn't. And, and rest in peace to her. Rest, yes. Rest in rest peace, in to, peace her. We're, to her. We're not, we're not talking shit. We're, we're, we're trying to help give light on the situation of how to act when a cop shows up. Or, or what to do when you, go, when you see... I'm sorry, y'all. If you're defending your home, yeah. Before the cops show up, you defending your home. Right. Now, when they get there, 
I know I've had a gun, a weapon in my hand. When cops show up, I dropped it. Right. I don't care how furious I am. I'm dropping my weapon. Right. You're not going to kill me. And in some cases, the way I am right now today, yeah. I probably strip. Yeah. Just so you ain't got nothing to say. I ain't pulled a gun from nowhere. Right. You ain't see nothing. You ain't, my yeah. wallet is not a gun in the back. My phone, not nothing. At the end of the day, this is something that we all need to understand. The side of the road is not the courtroom. It's not. If you got some grievances, if you got some things you want to dispute, if you don't agree with your arrest, if you don't agree with the way they're talking to you, hey, yes sir, no sir. Yes sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. That's what you want to hear anyway. Yes, sir. No, sir. Yeah. You know what I mean? You yeah. have a right to remain silent. Shut the hell up. Yeah. That's your right. <laughs> That's yeah. your right to be quiet. And if you got any grievances, display those grievances in the proper place. We're not fighting on the side of the road. We not. You're not going to show up to my house and I fight you. Right. You the butthole. I might go to court about this and they just drop this. Because this is stupid. Yeah. I'm wasting the judge's time. Yeah. And so did the officer. And you wasted my time, too, coming to court. But I'm alive. I can go home. I can go home. We know where we stand in this country. They've shown us. Time and time. Trump was the Trump administration and the temperature of this country during Trump's time and Obama time. To me, Obama was the real turn up. We, we got the trend. We, we got... We got more boldness about voicing how they felt about us after Trump was in office. But they've been treating us a little different when Obama, that's when it started for me. I heard a really frank opinion, and I understood who the person was and why they were saying it. I didn't get offended. But when he said it, I was like, huh. Basically, somebody said Obama is the reason why we got Trump. And they said that because... They wanted to tell us how they felt about us. They, exactly. They said that because, holy shit, we have a black president. Now, we gotta pick someone that we know. Now, Obama served his two terms. Cool. But now, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta move with the chess piece. We gotta do check. It's not checkmate yet, but we gotta do a check. Like, wait a minute. Oh, y'all got Obama? Throw out the Pokemon card. We got Donald Trump, damn it. Mm-hmm. So it was rough. It was rough even dealing with 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 this time we in man dealing with the pandemic and the racism. Yes, you know, and and, and us as a as a just a, as a society being at odds with each other right now. Yes. we have to be a little bit more careful. It's time to be a little bit more smarter. I'm for one is one. I mean, I remember in Atlanta there was a protest every week. Yeah, and as time went on, it's like. They're not going to take us serious unless we're consist- consistent with what we care about. Yeah. You can't accept crumbs. Why are you out here celebrating a victory that wasn't total? It, it wasn't it, it wasn't nothing to celebrate until everybody is served justice. Everybody. Our, the cops who murdered Breonna Taylor are still not arrested. They got charged for shooting the wall. Yep. That's what they got charged for. The lady got convicted. Oh, oh, I said the first was this George Floyd, but the when the lady shot the dude in his apartment, she went to prison. Yep, she did. She did. Um, Talking about oh, he went to my apartment. It was the wrong apartment or some bullshit. She went to the wrong apartment. Exactly. And and then we listened to the lady a few well, what a couple years ago admit that she lied about Emmett Till and her and, and she's sitting in the hospital living her life. And she probably out the hospital now. I don't think she died. Somebody let us know if she died. Yeah. Um, I forgot her name, but I'm pretty sure we can Google it. But she said that she lied about that. That boy lost his life. Because? George Zimmerman is still walking around, too. Trayvon is gone. They lost their life. Yeah, they did. I haven't forgotten these people. I have forgotten the, all them names on these T-shirts and hashtags. These people live in my heart. Yeah. My Every day is a protest for me. Yeah. Every day survival we, almost. Yeah. We we can't but see we can't let that dictate the quality of life that we want to have. Right. Because these are this is what's going on in this world. Yeah. Because it's not just America. Yeah. 
we think we can leave here when 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 the racists tell us to go back to Africa. You want me to go be a part of apartheid? <laughs> you want you want me to get the residue from that? Yeah, because that's still a racist society too. Yeah, that that's still when you go to the UK, that's still a racist society too. When you go to Asia, it's still a racist. Nobody likes black people on this earth. You know what I mean? Yeah. We don't we don't have that 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 feeling that that everybody else have when they go there exotic. But we treat it a certain kind of way in every continent. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's just the truth. I don't I don't you can say what you want to say, you can talk about your good experiences in different countries, but as a whole, yeah. We don't get treated good anywhere at all. Anywhere we have better, the best opportunities. I would never leave America though. The best opportunities for humans seem to me to be here. I heard Canada was cool, but Canada's dope. That might be what my <laughs> retirement I heard, might I heard be. Canada was cool. Yeah. Canada seems dope. I forgot about old Canada, <laughs> but that's still on this continent. You know what I mean? They that's have fair, some yeah. of the same resources that we have. That's true. That's true. That's, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's that's, that's fair. Better healthcare, so I hear. Yeah, better healthcare and less crime. Education might be tight over there too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, we just we just outside thinking, but uh, uh, in fact we uh. What what more? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna do one more movie. We gonna we gonna we gonna shine a little light as we did before. Yeah, yeah let's as get we back did before. to some happy stuff because I, I get I get hype off of this kind <laughs> of stuff. Yeah, it was. Uh, well, let's let's put the clothes on Makaya. Okay, rest in peace. Rest Sorry. in peace on to her and uh, you know uh, watch the video to get your own understanding of it. And yes, we are tired of killing. Wrong or right, it's time to stop killing. Stop shooting us. Yeah. We don't want to die no more than you want to. Right. But you know, in some situations, wrong is wrong, right is right. Right. You know what I mean? If we all do our parts and pray, things work out in our in our favor. You know what I mean? I'm not saying be a doormat. At all. But we we have to do our part. We have to do our part. Don't let your frustration get the best of you. Right. When you're in front of these people. Right. These folk don't care. They don't. They don't care. They don't care at all. They're looking for so, a reason and they're trying to justify too. So we just. And we'll, we'll end it on that note, you know. And, and just to end it on that note, again, side of the road is not the courtroom. It is not. Your fight ain't there. Your fight is in the courtroom. Yep. Survive the side of the road. Go fight in the courtroom. Ain't nobody going to shoot you. So, what other movie you want to talk about? Uh, One last movie um, I want to talk about. I had the pleasure of working on um, Thunder Force. You worked on a movie? I worked on a movie. And guess what? I have a name credit. You like DJ Khaled. Another one? (laughs) I have a whole... I have a whole name credit. The first time I've ever seen my name... I've seen my name on the screen on a movie. Y'all know the part of the movie that y'all normally don't watch unless it's Marvel. I said it. So I'm going to post it on a cut different page. You should. Thank you. So the part of the movie that y'all don't watch unless it's Marvel called the end credits. If y'all didn't know, all of those names are jobs. Some pay well, some pay, some don't pay well. But they are all jobs. They are all names. Those are all careers that you see. When you watch a Marvel movie, you wait your extra 10 minutes to see some extra footage for the next movie. Those are all jobs. So for Thunder Force, and guess what? I I forgot that I would have a name credit. I wasn't paying attention. I was just happy it was on Netflix so I could watch it. First movie I worked on. Quick little story. Soft story, if you will. My mom sends me a text message. It's a picture. Okay, I open up the picture. It's my name on the credits. Oh, your mom seen your name before you did? My mom saw my name before I did, y'all. I, I was at work. How your mama doing? She's doing good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> so, y'all, she, I called. I said, what? That's my name? She said, yeah. And she goes. That's she, how y'all sound? Yeah. <laughs> I tried to play it cool. Cause I, was, I was like, your mom was like, for real? That, that's my name? She said, yeah, that's your name. And then get 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 this, y'all. I'm over here honored and humble, and I'm like, you know, that's pretty damn cool. In my head, I'm like, oh, shit, my name on the screen, y'all. Y'all can't tell me nothing. Shout out to Kanye West. Anyway, <laughs> y'all, mom starts crying over the phone. And I'm like, 
damn. It it hit me. It didn't hit me that my name was on the credits. It hit me that she cried because my name was on the credits, y'all. Y'all know y'all know how some of the moms are. Aunties and cousins and shit. Uh yeah, tell us more about your mom. <laughs> <laughs> she 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 cried out of happiness. Yeah. And she proud. Yeah, and, and, and like yeah. for me, a part of me is kinda like, Yeah, that was two years ago, but two years ago I did that. You know, I'm on something new now. I'm 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 getting Further into the industry, different shows. My name gonna be on more credits, but the it's something about your first slice of pie, and that that was my first name credit, y'all. I uh, came home, opened up a nice bottle of wine. I watched it. It was fun. I was tipsy as hell, but it was a good feeling. And then I, I started re- reflecting on what was done, you know, during the movie. I remember I, I I could if y'all ask me what happened during this scene, I could tell you what I was doing on set. That's how in tune I was. And that was my first show. So it was humbling to see that. And and as a movie, it's just a fun it's just a fun movie about two women that get superpowers. Octavia Spencer and Melissa McCarthy. I know some of y'all like Melissa McCarthy. I personally love Octavia I think Spencer. She's hot. I'll pass on I'll pass on that. But she's hot. is she hotter in person? <laughs> uh she is actually very pretty in person, yes. Who? Uh Melissa, Melissa McCarthy. McCarthy, yeah. But Here's like where my heart lies. You funny. Look, my my heart lies with Octavia Spencer, y'all. Octavia Spencer played God. Talking okay? about the shit pie. Yes. The shit pie lady. Yes. I don't know about that. She played God, y'all. If y'all ever seen a Shack? Watch it. She played God. That's all yes. I have to say. Her and Morgan Freeman. My favorite movie. Have a stamp in the history of Hollywood. They both played God. You will forever be good with me. The Shack. If you haven't watched the Shack. You should watch the chat. Please do. If you need some spiritual understanding, <laughs> uh, refresher, that movie right there is my favorite movie right there. And that movie is probably the best movie about having a relationship with God and what it means. Yep. I, I love it. I love it. There's so many jewels in there from the beginning, from the beginning to now. the end. There's so many jewels in there. If you ever feeling down in your spirits, that's one of the movies. That's one of the first movies you should just pick up and watch. Unless you want to watch War Room. Oh, yeah. Get all cock diesel and go home <laughs> and go to your front door. Get out. <laughs> Kick all the demons out. <laughs> Acting like a woman. Sounded like an exorcism. I did that one What's time. I ain't going to lie. I did it. I did it. I did it. I, I went past my daughter. Like, out. Went in the house. You know how your mama wake you up on Sunday mornings with yes, the oil? Yes. 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 I plead the blood. Let me tell y'all something. Like, oh, whoa. <laughs> let, let, let me wake up. Let me tell y'all something. What you put on my forehead, mama? Sunday mornings used to be rough for me. Uh, man, wake up, and I wake up at 8 to get ready for church. And I'm like. That's when you woke up? It's not like I wanted to go, y'all. I just. I'm just now accepting that I actually like church and i like church because i respect my bishop and i want to hear the word of god that's the only reason why i'll go y'all church the point of church is so that you have somewhere that you know you can fellowship yeah you that's that's the whole purpose of it yeah you can fellowship anywhere yes you can but this is no organized place to to fellowship and it's supposed to be with in quotes like minded people yes somewhat I agree. Somewhat. So, I mean, if, if you know, two or more gather, God is in the midst. Yes, he is. So, that's cool, but it sounds like you slept in. <laughs> See, that's not how I remember waking up right. on Sunday morning. I woke up to a bunch of shouting and, and hollering for the Lord around 5.30 in the morning. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Remember those mornings? I, uh... Lord, that's yeah. that's growing up a PK. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, my, my grandma was so in tune with the Lord. It'd be random times of the day. It could be 5.30 in the morning. It could be on a Wednesday afternoon at 6 p.m. If the spirit hits, the spirit hits. Wherever and whenever? Yep, wherever and whenever. So... I love it though. I'm gonna give y'all a quick little side story. Uh, Passion. It sounds like it's gonna be long. It's not gonna be long. It looks long. Go ahead. Passion of the Christ. That's long already. (laughs) (laughs) Passion of the Christ. Twenty. I'm about to say 2014, y'all. 2004. We go see it in theaters. And y'all went to see it in. We went to go see it in theaters, y'all. 
They, in fact, moms picked me up from school early. Y'all know when y'all get the little air comments like, doo doo. Yo, Tyreek, come to the office. Everybody was like, ooh. Yeah. I wonder why, not to cut you off, but I always wonder why people treated that like they were going to see Jesus. <laughs> because, yo, the principal, yo, because honestly, when it comes out of school, the principal, they laid down the law. Yeah, but this story has been told already. You knew this story. Yeah, but. Actually, more graphic. Yeah. And, and, and the idea with, with the Passion of the Christ movie, it's just nobody had really. It was impactful because it was graphic. No one wanted to put a face in blood with what really happened. And even then, Mel Gibson did not capture what happened. But he captured what he thought happened. Yeah, they say they played it down, though. They played it down because it was a lot more graphic than that. Yeah, that, so... That was, a, that was a beating of beatings. Yeah. Your parents ain't never scathed you this way. At all. So, <laughs> it felt like a church service in the movie theaters. But I'm going to tell you all this. And I'm not trying to be that guy. Yeah, you are. I, okay, I'll be that guy. It's 2021. I can do whatever I want, right? There you go. I'm grown. Can't tell me nothing. Kanye West, shout out. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> there was a disconnect between blacks and whites in the theater. And I say that because... It's a disconnect on Sundays. There is a disconnect on Sundays. Yeah, but here's the thing. Most segregated day of the week yep. is Sunday. Agreed. We saw this on a Friday at about 4 p.m. Black people was shouting, catching the Holy Ghost spirit. People didn't know how to, oh, I'll say, other people didn't know how to understand it. White people were saying, this ain't church, shut up, be quiet. They sitting here watching the screen, not being moved at all. But black people, because we express our love a little differently, we, we acting out to a point where I'll never forget, this one lady got carried out the theater. They called the ambulance. That's and the movie. Yeah, the movie ushers over here like, well, what's happening? In my head, I'm like, have y'all been to a black church on a Sunday? Or at least a Baptist one? I mean, but we were extra. Still. We we were way over the top with that movie. Agreed, but I'm over here like, it's a it's literally another day at the office for me. So, someone <laughs> You're catch, used to it. Look, people, my aunts and my moms and my grandmas was falling out at home, in our own home. So someone falling out in the movie theater, oh, that's just the Holy Ghost, it's all good. She gonna be alright. They ain't know what to do, y'all. They ain't know what to do. Anyway, glory be to God. <laughs> that's just a little personal family I just, story. I just thought that we were way over the top for that movie. Like that movie, there's like Jesus wasn't in the movie, and that's <laughs> a lot of people act like Jesus was in the movie. I hope y'all feel better that Jesus was not harmed in this movie. <laughs> yes, he did die for us. Understand that it should have been more shouting at that part of the movie. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're going to shout, save it for his resurrection. Man, we don't we we not celebrating his death. We he didn't not. die. He did not. He was returned to us. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So I didn't get it. <laughs> if I would have seen it, I think I would have been the white folk. Hey, <laughs> sit down. <laughs> sit down. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, this isn't church. <laughs> yeah. This ain't, what are you thinking? That's not Jesus. I'm gonna tell y'all this. That's an actor. <laughs> the best ending in the history of Hollywood film. At first, I thought it was Gone with the Wind, but yes. I changed that. When Jesus get, and you know it's going to happen, but when Jesus gets up and that, that, that cave opens, when he gets up, you see a sunlight hit him, and you see his hand when he stands up to walk off, that is the coldest ending in the history of film. To you. To me. I like I Am Sam when he got his daughter back. That was okay. You know what? That, okay, I'll give you that. Or, or uh, pursuit of happiness when he got the job when he walked down the street. That's, hey, a, good, that, that's a good end too. Hey, <laughs> I ain't cry a lot. <laughs> I'm just letting you know that those two movies moved me. Yeah, those two moved me. Man, I appreciate you giving us some insight. So you said the two upcoming. Mo- is only two movies to look for this there, year. There's way more movies coming out. Um, what to, what to movies you to? think are worth? What's the, what's the uh, okay. big deal? Uh, the Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. They're making another one. I know. Will Smith in it. Will Smith not in. Idris Elba's in this one, so some of y'all be happy. You can't replace Will Smith with Idris Elba. But they Elba. did, and they playing different characters. Apparently, Will Smith is busy with his career. Making Stringer Bell. Making, making Stringer Bell can't replace Will Smith. 
so we got the Suicide Squad coming out. We got Red Notice. Red Notice is like a a caper crime movie with the Rock and Ryan Reynolds. It's gonna be funny. Ryan uh, Reynolds is the bomb. Ryan Reynolds is hilarious. I love his movie. Definitely, <laughs> maybe is my favorite. Yeah, definitely, maybe. Uh, yeah, I, I I didn't cry a lot either. It's just one tear. And that I was thought it. it was a great story. Yeah, it's, it was a nice, well written story, like the Notebook. Nope, I didn't say that on here. Hey, Phil, first of all, let me redeem myself. Oh, here we go. I never watched The Notebook. And I have never found The Notebook in your movie collection. What? <laughs> <laughs> Not the physical copy. <laughs> hey, I like well-written movies because I'm a writer. Right. So I, I like well-written work. Likewise, likewise. So, um, so you got that. Um... Suicide Squad, I might catch that. It'd be a good you action. Said Red Nose. Red Notice. Red Notice? Yeah, Red Notice. I thought you said Red Nose the first time. <laughs> Red Notice. Anything else coming up? Does Eddie, I heard Eddie has another project coming. Uh, I don't know anything about it, but I'm, I'm sure he's cooking. Uh, after the success of coming to America, I'm sure he's cooking something. I don't know what, but. Yeah, know. he said he's on his way back to the couch, though. Uh, he said he on his way back. He's not going to do it. He's not going to keep doing it. But anyway, hey man, I appreciate you, brother. Thank you for I having me. I appreciate you, man. I'm proud of you too, man. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations on your name being in credits for Thunder Struck. Thunder Force. Thunder Force. Yeah. I heard that wrong. It's all good. Thunder Force. Melissa, my boo, McCartney. <laughs> and uh, Olivia Simpson. Whatever her name is. <laughs> whatever that name is. I like it. She's the shit lady. That's all I know about the pie, her. Not the pie lady. Yeah, she, she put some boo-boo in somebody's pie. I was like, oh. Yeah, that was pretty <laughs> That's that was a lot. pretty disrespectful. Yeah, it's hard to say if she deserved that that kind of disrespect. But that was a lot. <laughs> but the way they were treating people in that movie, the help was, uh, that was hard for me to stomach even watching that movie. Yeah. But, uh, man, thanks for stopping by. Well, I stopped by. I came on location to come find you. <laughs> so, once again, people, Tyreek's Critique was here with me today. Tell you people what's up. Tell them bye, man. Let them know you was here. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and let you say you out. Thank you, guys. This is, this is Tyreek's Critiques. Watch movies. It's fun. When you're in a bad mood, watch comedy. Watch a drama if you want to. I don't know. Watch an action flick. Just watch something, y'all. Just it's better than all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and then I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go far and say if you can afford to, put your phone down and watch the movie. Enjoy yourself. Put it down. Enjoy yourself. I can't stand being at dinner with somebody or in conversation with somebody and they just clickety clacking on their phone. Hey, I can go home. I can yeah. go find me something else to do. If you don't value my time, yep. You don't appreciate me sharing some time with you. Hey. Only do you, but y'all gotta post every single thing you do on Facebook. Yeah, Facebook, all social media is a tool. Yeah, it's a tool, nothing more, nothing less. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate y'all for being here with me today. Y'all could have been anywhere in the world, but you here with your boy G. These are my two cents. You can spend it or save it. Love you. Like, share, subscribe. Catch us on YouTube. Catch us on uh, social media. Catch us on all the platforms for uh, podcasts. Yep. And we out of here, people. Thank you. God bless y'all.